Welcome to this week's episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast brought to you by The Author's Voice. I am your host, Peter Wheatmartian, and I am joined today by KZ and Colleen. We begin the episode as we always do with our Biz Buzz segment, and in this week's segment, we talk about our favorite writing tip. This can be a writing tip that we have found especially helpful to ourselves or a writing tip that we have found has helped some of the writers we've worked with in the past. In our second segment today, KZ and myself talk a little bit about writing in general and more specifically how you can stay on top of all of your writing goals, how you can keep writing a little bit fun, and how working with a writer's group or a writing coach can really make your writing go a little bit more smoothly. We hope you enjoy this week's episode and we cannot wait to have you back next week. Enjoy! Welcome to today's Biz Buzz segment. Uh, this week we are sharing, each one of us are going to share our number one writing tip. Now we know that writing is a very big part of, you know, obviously writing a book and publishing a book. And we also know that a lot of writers out there uh, struggle with writer's block or with some um some encourage or they need some encouragement as they go along. So we thought that each one of us today is going to share our number one writing tip with you because we know how important that is. Um, I'm going to kick off this week's segment and uh, hand it over to KZ to share her number one writing tip. Awesome. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, you you know that I can talk all day about writing. That's not a problem. And I do think that there is there are many tips that I can give. I know that for certain. The one that I want to talk about in particular is actually two tips, but it's they're they're joined at the hip. You can't separate these two, okay? And the first one is very simple, very simple, but hard to implement, and that is make it fit. You have to develop a writing habit that fits into your life, that meets the goals that allows you to meet your writing goals. If your goal is to write a book, then you need to be consistent. You need to need that writing time to be fit into your schedule and you need it to, be, you need to protect it. So make it fit, that's number one, okay? And then here's the other half of this, and this is probably even more important. Make it fun. If you aren't having fun, if you aren't looking forward to sitting down in front of your keyboard, in front of your microphone, however you're writing your, 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 your content. If you aren't looking forward to that and thinking this is going to be a fun thing to do and I have lots of things that I want to say, then you aren't going to do it. So make it fit and make it fun. Wow, that's a great uh, dual tip right there. Everyone, listen in. We got two tips for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's that's actually um, a really great tip, and it leads right into actually what I was going to share as well. And my number one tip for writers is to write every day. Now, when you have a project, uh, you, you really need to be able to sit down and write and spend time on it. 
every day. Um, I've been a big Stephen King fan, and in his book on writing, he actually shares that um, you need to sit down and kind of come up with a goal, and you don't leave your desk, you don't leave your your notepad, you don't leave uh, your writing area until you reach your your minimum goal when you write. And I've noticed that um, actually many times when I sit down and I'll give myself, let's just say, a 250 or 500 word little goal for the day, I usually end up writing a whole lot more than that because once you get going it's really kind of hard to stop so you know that kind of fits really uh into what kz was sharing there about making it fit and making it fun because when i sit down and i write i know that uh, usually uh i'll i enjoy what i'm writing so i'll write more than just what my minimum goal is for the day awesome another great tip peter And um, I'm going to hand it over to Colleen now to share her number one writing tip. One of my favorite writing tips and something I needed to learn years ago and still can, I can struggle with it, but is to write first and edit second. So one common trait many writers, authors, perfectionists, with, uh, they wrestle with and people wrestle with is disconnecting the writing and the editing process. And I struggled with this for many, many years. If I knew something wasn't correct when I was uh, typing or writing, I immediately would go back and correct what I knew or thought was incorrect and change it. But then I realized at some point that I was really losing time, wasting time. And let's face it, time is money. So after years of doing this, I finally trained myself to start writing my article or my blog, whatever it is I was writing, and then letting go of the editing process at that time, the self-editing process at that time. And it was really hard for me to do because I would know I'd be passing something up that was incorrect or could be incorrect, and I was afraid I would go back and miss it when I went back to do my self-editing part. So put all your thoughts down on paper or in your computer, and then revise the grammar the duplication of your word uses, incorrect spelling, etc. later. And when I say write first and edit second, what I'm talking about is you do want to do your self-edit before you send it off to your professional editor and proofreader. Remember, that's the process you can't skip is the professional editing and proofreading process. But as you're writing, just go ahead and write, get it down on the paper, the computer, and then you can self-edit it That's my tip for today. Thanks. This week's episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast is brought to you by us at The Author's Voice and our free writing planner. In today's world, it feels as if we can no longer focus on what is important to us, but with our writing planner, you can make sure to keep track of all of your writing goals. Writing is an important part of your daily routine, and you want to make sure that you can plan out everything for your book. We've been there and we get it, so stop trying to balance your work, your social life, and your writing, and be sure to get your writing plans down on paper. Our free writing planner helps you make progress on your book with three easy steps. First, use the planner to schedule your daily writing time. 
Second, you can write down all of your daily goals in the writing planner. And third, you can keep track of all of the progress from your daily, weekly, to your monthly goals and beyond. Download your free writing planner today at the link in the show notes. For the second segment of this week's podcast, we're going to actually kind of continue that whole writing theme we had in our biz buzz earlier, and we're going to actually have KZ share a little bit about writing, writing accountability, how you as a writer can really make the writing process work for you. So here's uh, KZ to share a little bit about that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Peter. Yes, I again, I told you earlier, I can write all I can talk about writing all day long. And I've been I've been writing since just a little bit of a background. I have been writing, not professionally, but I have been writing since the second grade. And it's not necessarily a matter of of what I've written. And I certainly don't believe any of those writings I, I wrote as, a, as as basically a child are something that I'm ever going to reprise. However, what this taught me was the importance of developing a habit of writing. And there are two pieces to the habit of writing. One is to, of course, which we talked about earlier, make it fit. But the other part of it is that when you have a habit of writing, you will find that writing becomes just a simple part of your life and things about writing, information about writing will come your way. You will, as you're, as you're, talking to people, you will meet people who have uh, information for you or who, who can share your interest in writing. Because it's become a part of your life, because you've created a habit of writing, it truly is a part of your life. And it will, in many ways, fulfill uh, a, a something that most likely you've been needing and looking for. Okay. And I don't want to get too esoteric on this, but let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the concept of a writing habit. Peter mentioned in the biz buzz that it's important to be consistent and that is part of a writing habit but it's not the whole thing the writing habit is a mindset and the writing habit is your mindset every person's writing habit is their own my best time of day to write is early in the morning and I guard that time religiously I do my very best to not interrupt that time with anything else because I know how effective it is when I'm in that moment, in that moment and writing. Now, I had a, a very good friend who is a, an outstanding writer, and he was a, he is a night person. His best time of writing was midnight to two. <laughs> okay, that's that's a late night writing. Yep, that's when he wanted to write. Okay. And so actually it worked quite well because I, I knew not to bother him between midnight and two. I was sleeping anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but that writing habit worked for him. And he knew over, over time he developed that habit. So a, fine, a fine outstanding writer. And uh, I, I, I learned a lot um, about myself as a writer by learning how he worked as a writer. So it is important as part of your writing process, as part of your writing habit, that you do communicate with other writers. Your writing habit, first of all, is to choose when you're going to write and then protect that time. And I know how difficult it can be 
when you're raising a family or you're simply working a full-time job and maybe you have to give your best hours to the full-time job, well, you still can carve out a half an hour, an hour, someplace in your day, okay? You take a lunch hour. Maybe you can't sit down at the keyboard and write, but in today's world, you've got a cell phone or you can pick up a, a handheld tape recorder and you can dictate. Okay, as long as it's a digital recorder that you can upload and get it transcribed later, you can be writing while you're talking. There's nothing wrong with that. So developing that writing habit is first deciding when you're going to write and then then making that commitment to actually write and to next be accountable. You know, Candy, real quick, I want to share that one of the people that we've been working with over the last few months, uh, we actually worked with him to uh to do exactly what you were telling uh telling our listeners to do is uh talk into a, a, a recorder and uh share your story that way and i think you know he this gentleman hasn't been uh, able to sit down and write because he's a busy busy person but he's a great storyteller and a wonderful storyteller and he's been able to share his story and we've been able to help him turn his uh vocal words into uh, words on page so i think that's a great uh, a great little piece of advice there yeah it really is and it, it does work uh, it's not for everyone i will tell you that there are plenty of people who simply aren't able to make the the dialogue become written words. However, there are people out there like us, <laughs> the <laughs> author's voice, who uh, who specialize in helping to turn your rough draft in whatever format it comes to us into uh, polished prose. And so, yeah, it's a great tip. And I think what's important, and the reason that I think it's important that we're talking about this, Peter, is that people think that the writing habit, developing writing habit, means that you've got to sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil or you've got to sit down in front of a typewriter or a keyboard and a blank page you don't you develop the writing habit that works for you that's so true that's so true and you know like you said it's the with the the technology we have out today there's so many different ways that you can um you know write and and really it all comes down to just how how do you tell your story yes absolutely and even if you're writing nonfiction, it's still a story <laughs> it's all, it's oh all. yes oh yes <laughs> One way or another, it's about the story. So let's talk a little bit about the accountability side of this. First of all, the one person that you are accountable to and the only person you're truly accountable to is yourself. Okay, so give yourself permission to fail. Mm. And I don't mean that in a bad way, and I don't mean for you to do that consistently, but I need you to realize, I think it's very important that everyone realizes that life happens. And there are going to be times when no matter how committed you are to getting, uh, you know, a, a hundred words on the page today or a thousand words on the page today or 10,000 words this week, which is very doable, by the way. OK, no matter how committed you are to doing that. It is not always going to happen. Mm-hmm. So be accountable to yourself and be ready to. Switch your focus when it's necessary. Mm-hmm. There are definitely times when I have had to sit down and write at 10 o'clock at night. And believe me, that is not my good time. But there are times when that was the only opportunity I had to write. And in order for me to be true to my writing habit, I needed to write that day in order to meet my goals. And this happens to all of us. So first of all, be accountable to yourself, be accountable to your goals, and be flexible. 
Yeah, that's so true. That's so, so true because, you know, there's so many things outside of our own control that can hop into our writing schedule and throw a little wrench in the plane. Absolutely. And then that brings us up to the, the other side of that accountability. Find people. We talked a little bit about that at the very beginning, that when you are developing a writing habit, part of that writing habit is interacting with people who have like mindsets. They don't have to write the same thing you do. They maybe even don't even write. Maybe they're just really great readers. But you need to have, in every instance, a writer needs to have someone in the external world, someone other than themselves, to whom they can say, okay, I'm working on this now. And and they can talk about it, not to tell the story, because if you tell the story, you won't write the story, but to talk about the progress, to talk about the process, to say, hey, I'm stuck today. Want to go for coffee and just let me get my mind off of it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the accountability process as well. If you're in the nonfiction, if you're in the fiction world, rather, it's very likely that uh, as a writer, you have gravitated to one or more writing groups. There are many critique groups and writing groups out there. And I find that fiction writers in particular are drawn to that more so than a nonfiction writer. I believe the difference is that the nonfiction writer is typically a business writer or they're running a business or they're in some way they're more heavily involved in the career. And so for them, it's harder to maintain a part, be part of a group. However, there are just as many uh, options available for a nonfiction writer to, to find some group to work with, either in person or digitally. I have to tell you that I've only joined maybe three or four writing groups physically in my life, but I have been a part of and still am a part of hundreds probably, but certainly dozens of of writing groups that are digital and online. Yeah, that's actually a really, um, a a really great point too, because, you know, with like, just, again, continuing the technology thread, you know, with technology today, and, you know, we have all become accustomed to hopping on Zoom or getting on Facebook or hopping on LinkedIn or wherever it is, you know, people from around the world are just a, a couple of finger finger clicks away. Absolutely. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. And then the last piece I want to bring into this, Peter, and you may have some comments about in addition to after I'm finished, but uh, um, the last piece I want to bring in is the concept of coaching. You know, we get coaches for everything in life, it seems, it seems these days. Well, believe it or not, there are writing coaches as well. And a writing coach is not always going to teach you how to write. A writing coach is going to help you with the process. And one of the first steps that I always do, I always, always make this as one of the very first steps in the relationship when I start working with a writer is to uh, work on uh, what their reason is for writing, what their goals are for writing, and helping them to take that, that information and turn it into a writing habit that will fit into their life. So if you are thinking, oh, I can't do this, well, you can. Find someone to help you. Um, hire a coach. If you don't want to hire a coach, find a writing group. If you don't want that, talk to a be- talk to your best friend and have them and get them help you. But as a writer, make sure that you are not alone in the process. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to be at certain points. As a writer, in, in the end, it's you with uh, putting something on paper one way or the other. But that doesn't mean that you are alone throughout the entire process. Mm-hmm. Writing may be a solitary habit. 
but the writing habit is not necessarily solitary. You know, I think that so many times in in the world, people who are writers are often cast as these loners, these outcasts, these solitary figures who go to the woods and spend six months out of the year trying to finish their book. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that that's actually kind of a little bit harmful to the the profession because, you know, having people out there to support you, to run your ideas off of, to keep you accountable makes the whole job just a little bit more fun. Absolutely. And what was our what was our number one tip? <laughs> Make fun. it fit and have it fun. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, you know, I think I think you shared some really great tips on on writing today. And I know probably uh, I would say 80 to 90 percent of the world out there has some sort of story that they thought, hey, maybe I could write a book about, you know, this. But, you know, not many of us actually sit down and take the time to write. And I hope that, you know, these tips today have really helped, you know, maybe a few of you out there say either I need to get better at writing or, hey, maybe I can actually sit down and write a book. That is definitely an important goal of ours is to help those who are interested in becoming published authors actually make that happen. And, uh, and it's, it's so much fun for us when we see that happen, when we see um, a writer that we've been working with become published and, and rise to best, bestseller status and, and then go on to write their next book and their next and their next. You know, it's, it is such a joy every time that I've worked with an author uh, to see the smile on their face, um, the the joy they have, and a little bit of um, that relief at the end of the process when they get their book the first time or when they, ha you, you know, I'll never forget the time where we were at one of the author's book launches and I could just see when she handed over that first book to someone that wasn't her or her family, the smile that was on her face. Absolutely. I'll tell a quick story to end this along the same line. Recently, in one of the writers groups that I belong to online, <clears throat> one of the writers who is just getting started, uh, she has her first book out and on Amazon. And she saw, for the first time, she saw that someone who she did not know had bought her book. And she was so excited <laughs> because, and that's what she said. She said, someone, and she was shouting it, in, you know, in all, all caps, okay? She was saying, someone I don't know bought my book. <laughs> and that just, that just gave me chills and I laughed and smiled and I was so happy for her. And that is a great feeling. And uh, it's one of the reasons that uh, I do what I do is, uh, and I'm sure for you as well, Peter. Yeah, you know, that's so, so um, it's fulfilling to see that it's, you know, I, I celebrate with the authors every time I see them uh, yes. celebrate a little goal like that. Yes, it's important. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, 
that that's why I think today was so important because we can never get those moments unless we sit down and write. So, you know, I want to, again, thank you, KZ, for sharing uh, your writing tips today and, you know, throughout the entire episode. And I'm sure that over the next uh, few weeks, few months, um, we'll all have some more writing tips and more writing advice for you, the listener, as, uh, as we go through the uh, Blank Page to Bestseller podcast. Sounds good. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. The Blank Page to Bestseller podcast is a production of The Author's Voice. I have been your host, Peter Wheatmartian, and I want to thank KZ and Colleen for joining me on this episode to discuss all things writing, publishing, and speaking. Do you have questions about today's topic or would like to be a guest on a future episode? You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or send our team an email at info at theauthorsvoice.org. You can stay in touch with Candy, Colleen, and Peter through The Author's Voice on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Links to all of those can be found in the show notes. If you have enjoyed the episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review on the podcast app of your choice. Also, please help us spread the word about the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast by sharing the episode on your social media or by introducing a friend, a colleague, an author, or anyone who would enjoy the discussion to the show.